Let's get this bread, boys. Let's get this. Bread. Let's get this. Okay. Uh, are we now. starting the podcast? Yes, we're getting this bread. I just had to. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. I'm Kyle. I'm Isaac. I'm Kayla. I'm Thomas. I'm Mark. And do you see the difference in the mic? I hope you do, because we got new mics. We, we got, got that upgrade. Let's yeah, we go. Got upgrade. Like, I hope this sounds good, because if it doesn't, then, you know, that would be really hard. There goes our money. There goes our money. This <laughs> yeah. was, like, so expensive. Literally everything we have went into this. So there's still some things we need to fix, but just... Over the course of the next few episodes, it should sound like significantly better because I don't know how you guys dealt with that terrible quality. <laughs> the fan in the background, the fan in the background, seagulls, a baby crying. Like, I'm so oh, sorry yeah. you had to experience We're that. We're so sorry. We're so sorry. Okay. Anyways, thank you so much for the support. Before we get started, like, we really need to address that because it's crazy, dude. It's crazy. I love everyone. They're, like, so everyone nice. Everyone is so yeah. nice. They are. I really wasn't expecting, like, the amount of, like, support and, like, I don't know. Like, I really wasn't expecting that much people to like our podcast. True. Yeah. And yeah. I was so nervous about posting my picture. Oh my God, and yeah. then when, like, I oh, saw the yeah. comments, I was so happy. Like, they're just so I, nice. I literally just did my, like, right now. I know. Wait, yeah. have you gotten any comments yet? I haven't checked, oh. but hopefully... Oh okay, but, like, Kayla was having, like, a <laughs> mental breakdown in the library. Like, she was literally about to crack. No. She was about to snap. And then, so she needed me for emotional support. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, go gas up the reset for her. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, Wait, but... you did a first post? Oh, yeah, you posted. Right, right. Oh, yeah, that was the first photo for you. Yeah, oh, and it was, like, wow. to, like, such a large platform, so yeah, I was even more nervous. crazy, dude. Mm-hmm. It was, like, the amount of support just made, like, literally the entire day. I was just smiling. Like, I know, like, the first so day it came out. Yeah. People telling us, like, like they have, they, they trust us so much that they'll tell us, like, their problems. Yeah, they genuinely mm-hmm. enjoyed so it. Nice. Oh, yeah, I've had, like, a lot of people message me, and that just mm-hmm. made my day. Yeah, it makes our day. So, thank you so much for all those nice comments. They're literally, like, they make our day. So thank you for that. Um, but for this episode, we wanted to talk about mental health, which is a very touchy, touchy subject. We wanted to talk about mental health, which is a very touchy subject. And we got to be really careful with what we say because saying the wrong thing um, can really be interpreted in different ways. So we, we want to, of course, we can't please everyone, but we want to do our best to be considerate of everyone's situations. So I hope if we say something that maybe comes off the wrong way, just know that we don't mean it as that. And for the most part, we're trying our best to help. But of course, we're struggling with some of these things too. So as we grow older, we'll learn from our mistakes. So if we make any, hopefully you'll forgive us. With that said, oh man. This is a big subject. I know. It's it's a daunting subject. Also, before we speak, let's say our name, you know, uh, like you guys didn't know who was talking. So Mm -hmm. just like a couple times throughout the episode, just say your name so so they don't get confused. So this guy, of course. This is Mark. This is Thomas. Because people confuse Mark and Thomas. I know. We don't even sound the same, do we? No, they don't. Well, Well, I don't think we sound the same. But yeah, some people say they sound the same. Oh, sorry. No, when one's ranting more than the other, you know it's Thomas. Oh <laughs> yeah. my god! If, if someone's okay, loud yeah. and ranting, True. it's Thomas. 
I'm always Everyone's like a little more quiet. It's Mike. Yeah. Do I see Mike? Yep. Chaos. Okay. You guys know who Kayla is. Wait, should I introduce myself still or no? No, you're fine. Okay. They know who you are. They wanted you to talk more. So I like everyone loves you. I know. I know, Kayla. They want girl talk. You got to talk to them. Girl talk. the girl's perspective. Yes. Okay. Come on. Okay. Ooh. So, Thomas, do you want to talk about us and the impact it had on you? What do you mean? As in, you know how? So, some context, because we did not say this in the last episode, but me and Thomas dated for two years. Oh, yeah. Shocker. (laughs) Some of you guys might be surprised, but we dated for two years from eighth grade to 10th grade. Dang. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Like, I don't know, because it was just, it came so unexpected, you know? I wasn't expecting to find anyone at, like, that kind of, you know, age. I was just like, I'm not going to find anyone until, like, I'm 30. Like, I swear. (laughs) Like, but no. I mean, yeah. But recently, we broke up, what, four months, three months ago? Yeah. Three months ago. We broke up three months ago, and... Throughout our relationship, there were two times that we, like, took a break for, like, a week or two. Uh-huh. But it was never, like, a full-on breakup. But two months ago, we broke up. And the reason I'm telling you this is because it all kind of ties into mental health. And I know, Thomas, you were very affected by it. Yeah. You kind of, like... <laughs> and you still are. Yeah, I'm, um, yeah, but not as much, obviously. Not as much? Yeah, I don't think I am. Well, I mean, what kind of emotions did you go through when when that happened? When you broke up with me? Yeah. Okay, so when you broke up with me and you were basically telling me that, like, you kind of, like, didn't feel the same, like, way anymore, like you used to at first, I don't know, like, it, like, broke my heart in a way. It, like, because you were, like, everything, like, I knew in a way, like... Like, I don't know, like, I, I would have considered you my everything. Mm-hmm. And I did. And so, so for you, like, you to say that, like, um, you weren't interested anymore, that you didn't love me the same way I did to you, then, yeah, obviously it's, like, heartbreaking. And, like, I just went through a lot. So much, yeah, I went through so much sadness. Like, just a lot of emotions. Yeah, a lot, a lot of emotions. Did like you feel anger. anger? What? Yeah, anger. Yeah, a lot of anger. Like I was angry at, like at myself, for like, I don't know. I guess like, and I was just angry that I wasn't like, like I felt I I did something wrong and uh-huh. I wasn't good enough. Well, that wasn't the case. Yeah, it wasn't the case, but that's just how I felt. Yeah, you're more than enough. I think I still think you are. But, of course, with time, feelings can fade. Yeah. And the thing I struggled Nothing with... Nothing good lasts forever. That's, and it's perfectly normal yeah. for that to happen. And I struggled with trying to break off from you in the least harmful way I could. Because I didn't want to break your heart, and I didn't want to risk having you feel all these things so when we broke i don't think it was like 
I don't think there was a way to stop it. I think. I think yeah. I yeah. think it's yeah, just. I think it was inevitable. Yep. And that's like the things you gotta struggle with. You gotta struggle with being sad in life. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can't avoid. You can't be happy all the time. Yeah. So I know I wanted to kind of let you down as, and make it at least the um. I didn't want to make it hard for you. Yeah. But yeah, I know I even. It. Even with me trying my best, you still felt, you told me, like, you felt sad. You cried a lot. You just, you, you, you just, you missed me, right? Yeah. And your, your mental health kind of went down during that time. Um, yeah, I get, yeah. Um, it just, so, um. Like, it really does just make you feel terrible, like, terrible about everything. Just because, like, I don't know, the one person you, like, really, really cared about, um, just kind of stopped, like, feeling the same way. And, I don't know, it just made me so sad. And, yeah, it deeply impacted me. Um, cause during that time, I like, I started crying like a lot more, like probably at least once every day, like during home, like I couldn't do my homework because it was always on my mind and I couldn't focus on anything else. And like, I don't know, it was just really hard for me. It was, it was like. The feelings that I, like, experienced during that time kind of reminded me of the same feelings I went through, like, during middle school. And, yeah, it was just very, um... Hard. Yeah, it was just very hard. Very hard. Do you still go through it? Because you keep saying was. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, I'm still, like, pretty much going through it, but... I'm not as impacted by I think or that's just mm-hmm. yeah I think I'm not as impacted as I was well what have you been trying to do to like move on I've just been trying to um really not be distant because that just doesn't help but like just under just I tried my best to understand what happened and the reason why it happened along with like coming to the realization and the acceptance that there are other people and that mm-hmm. you that there's not only one person you can be with well i feel like i feel like being distant does help though yeah okay yeah well being distant does help but completely cutting off like yeah i don't think that's healthy yeah yeah, I don't think that's good. No, yeah, you just it's just temporarily. You just gotta take some time off yeah. of, from each other, cause you're just gonna it's just gonna make you miss it more. Mm-hmm. I feel like Thomas could like was able to cope better because he still like talks to Gael every day. Yeah, and we just hang out every day, so like he's not as depressed as he would like would normally be. Yeah. But don't you think that's a bad thing because yeah. like then you have like a sense of false hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like yeah, sometimes I do get that feeling of false hope. And, um, just, like, so, yeah, like, sometimes it hits me that, 
Oh wait, maybe like there's still a chance. Uh, but I know I, that like I try. That's just me. That's just me like longing for hope. someone. Uh, yeah, it's just me. Like, just how much I miss you, and like mm-hmm. I take everything as like a gesture that like can like be interpreted by like as like flirting. I take it the wrong way, and it just gives me a sense of false hope. Yeah, sometimes that's why I, like, try not to have you be as close to me, because I feel like that is more hurtful in the long run, because you keep feeling like you still get that sense that, like, nothing changed, we're still together, and, like, that's not the case. Like, things are different. We can't can't really act the same way, which is why sometimes I get... A little distant and I don't want to be near you because I know both of us that's hurtful for both of us well have you guys purposely take some time off each other no as in from being apart yeah because I feel like that's what you guys should do yeah but there was this time where um girl completely ignored me for um like a few days mm-hmm but that did nothing but just make me feel worse about myself. Well, that was because... <laughs> well, that was, that was another issue. Yeah, that was for another reason. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. Even, like, that just shows that... But doesn't... It, wouldn't it take time to heal from that? Like, I know it would hurt yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, obviously it takes time to heal, yeah. but... I don't know. I, I, g- just, I guess we just have to endure the hard mm-hmm. times. The break should be mutual between each other. Mutual? Mutual, yeah. What do you mean? Like, you guys both agree that you guys shouldn't talk to each other for like that specific oh, amount of time. I see. What Not are you just hoping open. to like get out of the break though? Hmm? What are you hoping like as like to be the result of the break? Wouldn't you just get more distant just maybe find, stop talking? Just find happiness on your own and not just on each other. That's yeah, because personally I've seen, I haven't really noticed a difference in the way Gael and Thomas act like together. Exactly. They Same. still act like how they yeah. did when they dated, right? Just mm-hmm. less affectionate. They're less yeah. affectionate, but they still like are like kind of touchy mm-hmm. talk. Yeah. yeah. And I, yeah, I really think a break would be really good for them. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, like, like Thomas, I feel like it'd make him like more distant. I feel like it would really hurt your mental being, Thomas. It's going to be hard, of it's, course. Yeah, it's going to be hard. But y- you you just have to endure it. And then you're gonna at the end you're gonna learn more about yourself, and you're gonna you're gonna become a stronger person. Yeah, you, like you'll come back to like guy and still be friends with them, and yeah. like you'll come back a stronger person, so you don't have to depend on him as much. Yeah, I understand. But the thing is that Gael is like also my best friend, yeah. and so like even I don't know. It's just if I can't talk to I don't know because usually when you're having like trouble with your relationship you seek help from your best friend but what if your best friend was the person you're having you know trouble with you know like i think that's like one of the biggest problems because when people date their best friends they become like completely um dependent on each other because they trust each other um like they really do just trust each, trust each other because of that both like best friend and relationship kind of feeling and so and so when like they break up 
Who who are they supposed to talk it's to? It's like losing two people at once. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but what if you're confusing best friend and boyfriend together? Well, I mean, most people's boyfriends or girlfriends are their best friends. Yeah. Your best friend is someone you're closest with, right? Mm-hmm. You're closest with your partner, right? Mm-hmm. That's why they're always considered their best friend. So when you break up, it's like losing two people at once, I which see. really hurts you. But we kind of digressed a bit from the main subject, which is mental health. So I want to bring it back to what you said that you struggled in middle school. And what was that about? What, what were you struggling with? What were you going through? Okay, so <clears throat> before uh, the summer before um, I was going into middle school, I decided to come out to my parents because, like, it was such a big burden on me. Like, it was such a heavy weight on my heart, on my shoulders. Like, it was, it was like really bad. And so one day it had just gotten to a point where. I just felt the need to tell them and reveal who I like, who I was to them, and um, they didn't really take it the the Serious? way I expected oh. it to be. Like they weren't very um, supporting of my decision, and it was just really hard for me. Um, I remember after them telling me. I, I was like, I cried for like a week straight because, because like my, my parents were like everything I've ever known, you know, like they've, they raised me and I don't know, I look, I've always looked up to them. And so when they become disappointed for who you are, that just, it really hurts you and it makes you feel just bad about who you are and makes you question. And how 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 did you deal with it? What like what did you feel when, when you realized that they didn't really accept who you were? Especially um, being so young. Yeah. Um I I became very um like I became very like miserable. Like, I became so, so sad. Did like, you have anyone to talk to? N- not exactly. I told like a few friends about it, but I don't know. It was just coming home to school every day and like just having. The, like, fact that they don't support you for being gay. It just... It messes you up. Um, because I didn't really have anyone to actually talk to about it. I, like, I, I made a... After that happened, I told my, um... I told a... Like uh, like I told my friends, I made a group chat and I told my friends like what happened, because my coping mechanisms has always been like talk to someone else about it, and I and even though like it is like 
it is like a way to cope. It isn't always, it shouldn't always be the only way to cope. And so, yeah. But yeah, I told them, but I didn't really go into depth with depth about it. Like, I didn't say that much about what I was going through and how I was feeling. And this was during like seventh grade, yeah. sixth grade, basically right yeah, after finishing oh, sixth grade. Yeah, because I I kind of like knew I was gay and like I was questioning and for and then I find and then I found out some like sometime be, like during fifth grade, and I didn't really tell anyone until sixth grade. Mm. I told my friends, and then it took months for me to. Oh, yeah, and, like, um, because it took me so long to build up the courage to tell them. Like, every day, every night, I would, like, go into bed, and i just think about what they'd think. Like, I just didn't want to disappoint them. And when you build up all that courage only for them to basically shun you and not accept you for who you are it just felt so terrible yeah and like it sucks even more for you because you were so young and feeling all these things feeling so depressed and having no one to talk to it's that's a lot it's yeah and it's dangerous yeah because it was really bad um it was just so it was probably like the biggest downfall or not downfall not the um what's the word for it like my biggest like, your, your lowest point yeah oh yeah my lowest point in my life so far because i'm expecting more um <laughs> but yeah i think that was just the lowest point yeah that's tough and like every day i just did not want to live with the fact mm. of just what my parents thought about me yeah and the I feel like when people have those feelings at a young age, they're not taken seriously. When people, when you hear an elementary student, student tell you that he's depressed, fifth, sixth grade, most people's reactions are like, oh, you're too young to be sad. You're too young to be feeling all these things. And I, I really hate that thinking because it's not too young. Like, by the time you're, like, in fourth, fifth grade, you're, like, ten years old, basically. Mm-hmm. You have feelings. You you have a mind. You could feel all these things, all these emotions. And personally, when I was, like, in sixth grade, I felt very depressed. And I was very depressed for a while. But... I felt like because I was so young, I don't think anyone would have really taken those feelings seriously. Like, you're faking it. 
you're you're not even sad. It's just for attention. It's just this. And I could definitely confirm it was not for attention, and I was not faking emotions. Like you cry when you're depressed, you just can't stop crying. It's so bad. Every night, you actually just burst out in tears, and it will be the hardest you cry in your life. Like it's so. Uh, it's such a bad feeling and being so young and feeling that is tough because you don't really have that many people to go with your parents might not take you seriously your friends might not take you seriously so who who do you really have and if you can't cope with it then it could be really dangerous for yourself because you never know what you might do when you get overwhelmed with guilt and sadness so when you're young a lot of your friends are immature like in elementary you go to them they just laugh it off and everything and that's like where it all goes back to like when they used to say oh go to a teacher to talk about your problems or like you have like your your parents right but like not all like parents can really like handle their kids like emotions in a way mm. it's like they just they don't know how to help they can't relate it's like a lot of a lot of kids feel uncomfortable talking to adults because yeah they, it's just different it is it really is it's even if you have a super close bond with your parents it's still hard to really come up to them and be like this is what i'm feeling this is how i feel because sometimes you don't want like to go to a therapist or to go to a doctor and get diagnosed clinically with depression. You just want support from someone. And I think a lot of parents really struggle with that. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, for, Ms., uh, for our English teacher, we read this article about um, happiness and like how essential it is for like kids to feel sad. Like that they don't always need to be happy all the time. And and one of them was like like you shouldn't always suggest or like um believe that um therapy and like going to a counselor or like and all that other stuff it shouldn't always be um like people assume that it's the only solution. Mm-hmm. That is the instant like they instantly think, "Oh, then let's get you to therapy, you know?" Yeah. But what the article was saying was that, like, it's essential for your kids to feel that sense of sadness and they just need empathy from the people they ca- like they care about. Sometimes that's all you need. And I also read an article which I thought was kind of silly. And it said, the reason teens are depressed is because of their cell phones. <laughs> And I was like, it said a ton of different, like, data, like, since 2011 through, like, 2015, suicide rates have gone up, um, the uh, happiness levels have gone down, um, more pe- more teens are depressed, and it's all because you use your cell phone too much. And it was like, if you use your cell phone more than three to four hours a day, you have a higher chance of being depressed. And it's like, it was basically almost saying to not be depressed use your phone less 
which I felt was like really, it was just a bad study because it makes it seem like depression is just something as simple as using your phone too much when there's so much more to that. Like maybe cell phones did make it easier for people to bully people. Yeah. For others to bully. Uh-huh. And I feel like maybe it would have been better if they took a deeper dive into what's actually causing it because like social media i think that's a huge factor mm-hmm. in people being depressed because you see all these people around you with better lives with more expensive things with more money with better parents they look way better like a perfect body a perfect face tons of followers and then you look at yourself and it's kind of like well what do i have i don't have any of that and then you just kind of start being unhappy with yourself and i feel like that's so toxic that's why i hate when people brag about what they have on social media it's okay to be proud of the things you have but when you, if you constantly brag about it i feel like it could be really hurtful towards others so i don't think social media is i don't think cell phones is what causes depression i feel like there's so much more to it especially bullying i think bullying and comparing yourself to others that's a huge factor and white teens are so depressed these days and looking at at like a different um aspect of it of technology i feel like teens get addicted to their phones Mm. and technology and sometimes like that gets in the way and it gets in the way of like finding out about yourself and self-discovery because because if you're just all on your phone all day all you're just gonna worry about is just like the kardashians or yeah or something like that you stop looking at yourself my bad bad guys (laughs) because you're being like very entertained and and like intrigued by like social media and all that and it just kind of makes you prioritize like that kind of thing like or it loses your motivation to do other things like Mm -hmm. oh you know i have this um, project to do but I'd rather just spend my time scrolling through Instagram happens to me all the time yeah, yeah it really does <laughs> yeah <laughs> stories but, yeah that's another subject but I wanted to ask you Kayla like have you ever been through that because I know for girls it's especially tough because there's so many like super pretty models and stuff on Instagram like does that ever make you insecure um Sometimes, but not really. Like, the Kardashians, I don't, like... Yeah, but well, what no. about, like, maybe, like, girls from school that are, like, super pretty and Yeah, sometimes. Them? No, most of the time. Most of the time? No, yeah. What do you feel? I don't know. Like, it's just, like, a sense of, like, 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 I'm not as good as them, like, just for a little bit. And then, like, I go the rest of the day regular, you know? And then you're like, nah, I'm it, fine, I'm good. Yeah, like I'm really out here. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Why are you just like depressed the whole day? You're quiet. No, it's a, I, I think I have a resting sad face. Oh, really? That, oh. Yeah, that too. And I'm, like sometimes I'm not even sad, and people are like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine." That happens <laughs> like, to me too. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize sad. it too. People say I have a resting mad face. Yeah, yeah, Same. that too. <laughs> like mean. sad or mad? Everyone's like, "Are you mad? Are you okay?" I know. I was like, I'm fine. I'm actually having like yeah. the best day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like social media could definitely be a factor in the reason a lot of teens are depressed because they compare themselves to other people 
and then they just feel like they're not good enough and that that could easily get you depressed yeah t <laughs> yeah i agree um if you guys look at my instagram you would see pretty pictures but also my mood changed um but anyway yeah like my my instagram like my account is full of like really nice pictures but there's like a really big story behind it in a way because if you look at my older ones um i was you wouldn't see any photos of me because i was really insecure yeah like i would i was so insecure and um i think social media has had like a really big impact on me in ways like trying to look like good all the time trying to impress others just trying to just trying to like um create an image for myself that i've always wanted and i've done that through social media by posting through my account and i spend hours upon hours um just actually that's an exaggeration but i i've spent um a lot of time like like looking at the photos like examining my face my my like my facial expression and just like literally spending so long trying to debate whether I look good or not and so in a way social media kind of did make me feel insecure but it also gave me confidence mm. interesting yeah i don't know depression is just um it's very it's been made sort of into a joke by the media and the world in general because like tons of people use it as a joke like oh yeah i have this made me depressed i have depression i'm depressed I'm over depressed. like getting like a bad i'm killing myself tomorrow yeah. like that's what they always like, say yeah, we, yeah, i'm like so i'm about to kill we myself also do that oh yeah, yeah. i do that sometimes do- because like we have well, a test well, coming up and stuff. i know i do it i know you do it isaac thomas does it I don't know about Mark and Kayla. I don't. You don't? I feel like I've heard Mark say it. I don't know. About what? Like, do you ever joke like, uh, I'm depressed. This is... Okay, well, well I don't, I don't I say I'm depressed, but... I actually get really sad. But it's not depression. No. Yeah, I know, I know, but I do get sad. Yeah, but... Like, yeah. I get that no, But we mean like... No, yeah, but we're asking if, like, you joke around by, like, saying, oh, yeah, um, like, I'm gonna freaking kill myself and all that. I don't really like say that kind of stuff because I I do take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also take it seriously. I just like it's so. I mean it like ironically in a way. Like it was yeah, like, but it's think, like it's bad. I know. I should stop. But. I think that just the whole culture with like teenager culture. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just using it as a joke. Yeah. Like maybe that that's how we cope with things. Maybe by joking about it, maybe that's how it just kind of helps us get that out into the world, you know? But I think sometimes that could be hurtful when when everyone's like, I'm depressed. But then when someone actually says, like, I think I'm depressed, like, no one takes it seriously. It's just like, okay, yeah, you've been sad for, like, a few days, whatever. Yeah, I agree. Wait, the fact that we joke about it, do you think that's why people don't take teenagers as seriously? I think so. Yeah. Like, because we constantly joke about yeah. it? Yeah. Um, I think um, faking depression and like mental health issues, um, I it just like kind of supports the idea that mental 
health isn't serious. Like, a lot of people think that um, it's just if you ask like almost any adult um today about like teenagers and like their experience with depression, then like they automatically assume that like they automatically assume that um like why are you sad yeah they they just they're, they're just like what you have nothing to be sad about like sad about and when i was your age i would you know like on all this stuff but like obviously t- t- like times have changed mm-hmm. i mean and because like people fake depression a lot of like a lot of people say are you doing it for attention and yeah it's just kind of sad Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me personally, I find it hard to tell which one, which one is it. Like, yeah. are you just yeah. faking it, or is it actually real? And that's why sometimes, like, that's that's why sometimes, like, like I, I don't I don't know what to say to that person, cause cause I don't know if if it's actually serious. Like some people want help, and some just want compliments over and over again. Yeah, and that that kind of like, um ruin my judgment in a way that's why i don't see depression as serious as everybody else does and i know that's bad but it's just what just what happens it was the same concept um with um like sexual uh sexual harassment if you walk the hallways at our school you would hear like some jokes about rape and like guys raping each other like dude i'm gonna rape you like especially in one of my classes like there's this group of like boys who they like i've never really heard any other conversation between each between each other other than the fact that oh yeah i'm gonna rape you or like oh yeah my uncle you know like it just yeah it's so So immature it's so irritating and i remember um i called them out one time but i mean they didn't really take it seriously because they still do it. What'd you tell them? I just... Because I was, I was with this one friend and she got really mad about it. And so she said something. And then at that point, I was like, okay, yeah, I should say something too. Because I think I, I'm really scared to tell like other people like what they're doing Confrontation. Wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm really scared. <laughs> Wait. But, so, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. No, you me. go. No, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, so I was messaging, like, for example, I was messaging this one friend like a few days ago. And they they're, they're talking about, like, this test, right? And then they were like, oh, yeah, like, I want to kill myself. And, like, you know, but it wasn't, they weren't serious about it. But still, like, it left, like, a bad feeling. But I didn't tell them anything because I guess I, yeah, I guess I'm a little scared of confrontation. confrontation. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, what they'll say back to me. You tell, like, oh, they're going to think I'm, we- like, I'm weird because you're going to be like, why do you care don't, so much? Yeah, don't be exactly. Because like, it's just, it's just, like, we're like, oh, don't be like that. But, like, it was obviously a joke. So it's like, or like they'll think I'm being like mean or like critical of them, or like you're thinking yeah. too deep into it. They're yeah, gonna, yeah, exactly. They're gonna use the That's term I mean. like the like, oh, look, another feminist. What? And oh, I, I thought like extra. No, oh, yeah, like that yeah. yeah, that. But like, if yeah, people always say that whenever you defend, oh. like that kind of thing, they're like, it's always a feminist, you know? Like, yeah. I f- think because of like. Some people abusing the like the um, movement. 
What? The yeah, they're abusing or like they're misinterpreting and like just giving feminism a bad name, a yeah. bad repu- a bad reputation. And so that's why like society takes feminism feminism as a joke because when really it should like the movement is just so that both men and women like receive equal, equal rights. rights. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it just sucks. Yeah, but that's a whole different subject, but I agree that it's definitely been made into like sort of it's not taken as seriously because people are like, Oh, you're just another one of those feminists when in yeah. reality it's just they want equal rights. But I wanted to like ask you, Kayla, that I noticed that you're very you I don't know what the right word for it is. You're very <laughs> caring. That's what I noticed. That like you actually care about these things and it's not just like like maybe some of us will be like, yeah, I care about it, and I know it's wrong, but I still say the jokes. Like, you actually, like, understand what you don't want to joke around about, and even though everyone else is using it, you actually, like, go out of your way to make sure you don't use it. And I think I think that I respect you for that, because, like, sometimes yeah. I feel like I could do better about that. So it's really admiring to see you be so, like... Mature. Mature about that kind of stuff. <laughs> Nobody's ever told me that before. Really? Yeah, like I've always said you that, put it I've like always really thought that good. You were, like very caring and sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's super mature of you that you, like you're able to not use, even though like it's kind of like the language that teens use, all that slang, mm-hmm. and it's it's almost like peer pressure. Like everyone's so like influenced by each other. That even if they don't want to use it, they still use it because like they're so used to it. But you're mature enough to understand what's right and wrong, which I really enjoy. Yeah. So Thanks. Cool. Yeah, I mean, ever <laughs> since you never yeah, ever that? since day uh, one, no, I've Kayla never heard has that. Been sweetest. I mean, uh, really? I yeah, th- I've well, never heard of that. I think it's just a lot of people don't care about that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Have you ever confronted someone about it? Like, oh, don't use this joke. Uh, yeah. Really? What, yeah, how did it one spawn? person. But it was like another person, like the other person. So this, so we're in a table, right? Mm-hmm. And like this one person said, like, "Oh, you're." You, I don't want to say it. <laughs> okay, basically something mean, right? Mm-hmm. And then like I was, I looked at the other person at my table and I was like to see if they would say anything, and they did say something. Like we just like kind of understood like what she was saying was wrong, and then like we both told her, and she was like, "Oh yeah, like." Like, I'll try not to say it and stuff. Mm. But still, it gets, like, a little scary to see what their reaction would be, you know? Yeah. But you don't like doing it that often, do you? No. <laughs> Which, I guess that's bad of me, too. Yeah. But... But I can see why. Yeah, because, I don't know, I'm just, like, scared of what the rea- their reaction would be. I feel like a lot of people would just be like, oh, Kayla's so extra. Like, she cares about all these small yeah. things. Like, it's not a big deal, Kayla. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it is a big deal. It does matter. So I think a lot of teens struggle with talking to adults. And like that's one of the biggest motives for this podcast is we don't have a place to rant to people. And sometimes we don't have a place to understand that some people are going through the same things. And the whole point of this podcast is to help people feel less alone in their problems because we don't like talking to adults. I, I know maybe that could sometimes be a bad thing. And it's sometimes you do need to talk to an adult, to someone older, you more responsible. But especially for school, like for stuff like counselors, like you really can't talk to them. As 
I mean, I don't know why. It's just, it's hard to really go up to your counselor and tell them all your life struggles, even though, like, you never talk to them. Yeah, so, um, there was this one time where, uh, I was, like, crying because something really, like, emotional happened. And so, I was crying, and then one of the security guards, not security, yeah, right? Uh, she was one of the people from the office. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, well, okay, well, she was someone from the office, and she was basically, like, just walking around school, and then she saw me crying. I was with you. Yeah, and guy was with me, and then... She was basically telling me, oh, you have to go to the office. And I'm like, I don't want to go. Yeah. And she she was like, no, you have to go. And I was like, what if I don't want to? And she, and she was basically just saying, no, you have to well, go. Well, okay, it wasn't that mean, of course. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that mean. Let's put me- context. Yeah, but, know, like, yeah, really yeah, I'm sorry. I, like, she, she wasn't know. really being like, she was like you well, have to go. It you, was more like. you have. I mean, we have to, like, do something yeah. about it. I can't, like, she was like, I yeah. can't let you just sit here. Like, we, we need I it. didn't really have a choice whether or not I wanted to go or not. But, Which you know, but I understood. I understood why, why she did. But, and so I went. And then they were like, is there something going on at school, at home? Like, what's happening? And, like, it was just weird because I didn't really want to talk about any of those things because I was scared that, one, they were going to tell my parents about it or something. Or, two, they were just going to not, I don't know, they were just going to, I don't know, I don't know. But I just didn't think that count that seeing a counselor would be the best idea for me. Yeah, and they kind of... It didn't do anything but waste my time, to be honest. Like, that's what that's how I saw it, the experience as. Yeah. I wasted so long talking to her, but it was, like, more lies. Like, I just lied about everything. It's not like they followed up. It's not yeah. like they did anything. Yeah, they didn't follow up on anything. Because they... Because they, cause after I told them about some things, some, some personal issues, because I did, like, actually try to talk to them, like, they assigned me to this, um, this um, person specialize in that that kind of stuff from the district like the school district and then they are basically like okay just fill this out and give it to us and then you'll just have like weekly meetings with her and yeah but i didn't sign it and they didn't do anything about it like yeah it's, it's because it's just their job I, I know some of them do care but sometimes it just feels like they're doing it just because they're like they legally have to do it because it's their job too you can't just let them stay crying you have to be like okay what's wrong yeah. are you happy are you depressed what is the reason for your depression it's so like empty you know it, it, it doesn't really seem like they care well are you talking to them like you actually want help though well no, because I feel like most people don't want help from counselors. Would you get help from a counselor? I mean, yeah. If I really want to get this like problem solved, mm. of course. I want. I would want to get like the help that I need to solve this problem. Cause if not, then I just feel like I just feel like I'm I'm asking for attention or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, like I I want to solve the problem. I mean, it's just some people Wait, are shy. So you're saying if you had a problem, you would rather go to the counselors than to us? Well, like, <laughs> the problem has to be big if I have to go to the counselors. Oh, okay. Yeah, if I can just have it solved with you guys, then there's no point of me going to the counselors. Yeah, I feel like if you, like, if you need, if, if you feel like you do need to um, talk to the counselor, then do it. Like, 
just try to talk to them. Try to um, try to, and then they'll they will try to see what's wrong and they will try to help you. But yeah. there are like also that kind of thing where like you know if you don't want to, you shouldn't have to. Mm-hmm. Some people get anxiety from that kind of stuff. Yeah, like we don't always want to talk to like adults about our problems. We don't want it to be like like scientifically like cured and like you know yeah we just want support yeah we want support we, we want, want someone for us someone to listen to us just so we could feel that we're not alone anyways this is the part of the podcast where we um answer all the questions you sent in and you guys sent a ton of questions we have so many questions and sadly, we can't get through them all. We literally have hundreds of questions. But we want to try our best to answer as many of them as we can. Mm-hmm. And some of them are actually super, like, personal and deep. And it's it's um, it's a little... It's a heavy burden because we want to be really careful with not what burden, we say. Not burden, but pressure. Yeah, it's a, yeah, not burden. It's like a heavy pressure we want to be careful with what we say because the wrong thing can really it could really it could be more helpful hurtful than helpful so if if for some things if we don't give like direct advice like go do this and it's more of like well sometimes it's just like I don't know more if we give advice that maybe isn't too helpful is because like we want to do our best to help but we also don't want to risk you putting yourself in a situation and maybe we just really can't understand the situation like that well enough because we haven't gone through it ourselves exactly so some of these questions are tough and one that isn't really a question but it's just like a pretty like general thing they wanted us to talk about so I kind of wanted to address this because I feel like something I have noticed is that sometimes it feels like depression is kind of like a competition to see who is the more depressed, who is the, who has it the worst. And like, if you don't have it the worst, it like, it's sometimes, it's like depression is a competition to who has it the worst. Have you guys ever like, seen that kind of stuff or experienced it yeah so i talk about something personal to me and then somebody just tries to un- one ups me yeah i'm saying oh something personal God. about them and they're missing the overall point mm-hmm. like I- i'm trying to get some support yeah <laughs> but no they're 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 just making it worse they just making make it about themselves and they're making me feel bad for complaining well not yeah. complaining but like trying to like say what you're feeling like you, you feel they guilty. belittle your pain yeah. like they make it seem like oh it's not as important yeah. as mine mm-hmm. but really it's just like equal weight has that have you ever seen that kayla or has it happened to you um i don't think it's happened to me but i've seen it mm. yeah and i just feel bad for the other person yeah someone addresses their problem and they're like well you know what happened to me this time this happened <laughs> yeah and it's like they compare their like bad situation to their bad situation I don't know. Like, someone did that to me. I was like, oh, yeah, this happened. And then they're like, oh, yeah, well, this happened. And I, I, 
like, what is their intention? I know. Yeah, like, it's like they want everyone to let yeah. everyone know, like, I'm depressed, guys. I have it so bad, guys. And maybe I could see, like, it's because they, it's, it's their way to, like, get attention from someone. Mm, but sometimes just want to make it about like, themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a difference between, like, sharing your problem and, like, saying that, oh, yeah, I've gone through the same thing. I can, like, see, I can, like, understand how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the, okay, but you shouldn't feel that way because I'm going through this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's tough. I mean, it shouldn't be like that, but I guess you can't help it. Some people are just like that. Yeah. It's not much we could do. Anyways, the next question is, um, do you find that school is deteriorating your mental health? Yes, because... Yes. <laughs> okay, oh so God. like... If you have AP classes, honors classes, it takes up so much of your time, especially exactly. a lot of people have after school sports or like do other activities, just like learning an instrument or something. So you you go to school, you, you come home from like your practice or your sport and it's already like really late and you have to work on homework and study. Like you have no free and time. You eight you have, hours of sleep. You can't so like you can't even like interact socially with your friends or anything. And when you can't do that, like when you don't interact, it's just it makes you like just really feel alone. Feel alone. You feel isolated. Personally, for me, man, like my mental health is not affected by school at all. Like school is not my priority at all. So I don't freak out on my, my grades because honestly, I just learned to trust myself. And even if I have terrible grades in the beginning, I somehow always get them up. I'm not really sure how, but it's just like they go up. And I was like, okay, whatever. It's pretty easy so far. Maybe that, maybe that's just freshman year. But as sophomores. I noticed a lot more people have been, like, super stressing out because of AP Euro and, like, stuff like that. A lot of people take these classes and, like, they're, like, they think they can handle it because they handled honors classes in ninth grade. And trust me, if any freshmen are listening to this, honors classes in freshman year compared to, like, sophomore year are a lot different. Yeah. Well, it could vary on, like, the teachers in your school. But it's it's, like, a different world. You have, like, no free time. And it's really bad. And also to elaborate on, like, school affecting mental health, I feel like grades are one thing, but your teachers, like, really impact the way that you are. The teachers? Yeah, the teachers can make a really big difference. Like, for example, you're having a hard time with other students in a class. I feel like a lot of teachers just don't notice. Like, they just, or, like, they notice and they don't really do anything about it. But the teachers that do something about it just, like, make it... Like a big difference. Mm-hmm. So it's like the teachers who like to guide you, you know. Yeah. So like, shout out to my Japanese teacher. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she, she, she was, she always guides me and Gael. Yeah. She was like talking to us about our podcast and giving us, yeah, like, you know, some suggestions. Our Japanese teacher is like the most caring teacher I've met. She genuinely cares about each individual student, each individual no matter student, like how bad they are and their problems, and like. I admire that greatly because I've never really seen that in a lot of teachers. And yeah. she, like, I've noticed that she, she takes the time out of her day to, like, sit down with them. And she watches this too, right? Yeah, she, she yeah. listens to this. And she takes the time out of her day to, like, sit down with her students and, like, help them with their problems. And I've seen students, like, crying with her because, mm-hmm. like, they, they feel so comfortable around her. They're willing to share all these personal problems. And I think that's so such a good trait to have in a teacher it's one of the most important things 
a teacher can give to a student. She makes you feel safe when you enter that classroom. Exactly. Like the environment safe. or classroom, you it's just so safe. Yeah. And like you can just trust her with anything, and like she's really smart. So she's like she knows how to like deal with your problem, like how you, like gives you a solution. Mm -hmm. Like it's like I've never had a teacher so amazing yeah. before. So I do feel like uh, school really does get in the way of like our mental health because, like. I loved getting involved with school and stuff like ASB, like and like clubs and sports. And I just feel like when teachers give us such like large amounts of like homework and like assignments to do and studying, like it really does just take away all the time you wanted for you know, um, like just experiencing. The kind, the kinds of things you should be experiencing in high school. Like there was like, I want to go to football games, but like recently, like the football games that has been happening, I haven't been able to attend because I've always had homework to do. Dude, same. Yeah, it sucks because last year, like freshman year, I would always go because I had no homework. So that's. If you're a freshman in high school, I deeply encourage you guys to like get involved as much yes, as possible. Freshmen, yes, freshmen. To Everyone all the freshmen said, listening. Said that. I know we have a lot of freshmen that listen to this because mm -hmm. we got a lot of messages from you guys. But like some of the biggest tips I would give you right now is like literally do all your community service if you need that to require to graduate because I know some districts do. Get that out of the way. Do as many things as you can. Go to every event, all the football games. Because literally in sophomore year you will not have any time. Yeah. Get it all like. But it also way. depends on the classes you take. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a true. lot of Definitely. people take yeah. regular classes in sophomore year. Like for example, my friend, he takes all regular classes. And I still think you should be taking like, not necessarily harder classes, but even if you don't take harder classes, get more involved. But he has so much free time. Yeah. And we're just in sophomore year. But imagine the people in junior and senior year, oh all the stress God. they have in no, the little mouth. No, senior year mount. isn't as bad as junior. Okay, but junior year, like junior yeah. year is bad because you have full AP classes if you decide yeah. to take them. And you have to like apply for colleges and stuff. Yeah, yeah. so it's like your most stressful year. That's still a fun question because, um, some of you said like maybe like not be so serious all the time, which I agree with. It's a good. Yes, I agree too. It's a good. We want to end on a good note. Um, so uh, a question we got. That's more of a fun question. We got a question, and it's from, let me let me see if I could read their name, from I Wish I Was Born in the 90s. I'm going to homecoming soon, and I've never been. Oh Any tips Congrats. or advice? A confused slash nervous teen. Okay, yeah, I'm really glad that you, you're choosing to attend homecoming because, like, you have to at least attend homecoming at, like, at one point in your, like, like the time you spend in high school because you just because if you don't you'll regret it later like there's been so many times where like um my teachers have like mentioned that they really regretted not attending like dances and like you know like prom and homecoming and so yeah but my advice to you for being you know nervous and all is just like just be you honestly like put on a pretty you know a pretty outfit and just make yourself feel good because homecoming is a night for you 
and, yeah, and yeah, honestly, yeah, just have fun. Have don't fun worry if you have a date or not, because I know lots of people oh, make yeah. a big deal about that, yeah. and uh, I never knew it was such a big deal. You want to go to homecoming? Like all like, these posters, and you're like, oh, and then shoot, I would, I would ask my friends, like, is it really that big of a deal? And like. I didn't think it was that big of a deal to, you know, just go with friends. If anything, yeah. isn't it a little bit more fun? Yeah. It is. Because yeah. there's more pressure on you if you go with your date because you have to, like... Yes. Because then you're like, okay, everyone's doing a poster, so I don't do a poster. I'm going to see, <laughs> like, I, I don't care. In public in no, not everyone. in public. No. It's a lot that. of pressure on I you. I that. But if you do go with the date, my biggest... That's still good, too. Tip? Yeah, yeah. that's still good, yeah. too. My biggest tip would be, like, Make sure they pri- like they really like you spend your time with them because it's mm-hmm. it's a really special night and you really want to make sure you get a special moment between you guys because sadly no shade to Thomas Aww. but w- when we what went happened? to homecoming like freshman year I was so excited to go with him because it was like I don't know I was super excited and I remember like I have no pictures of him me with him at homecoming really i have zero hey, because this is a new year because he had he was with asb yeah it's okay and he had to like work the table Aww. and stuff so i was just kind of hanging out near him but the one thing i did want to do is i did at least want to like be inside with, with the music because we were outside when like a slow song came on because like i thought that would have been so sweet but uh thomas got caught up taking pictures with his friends and we like missed the song <gasps> And, like, that made me oh so god. sad. Oh, my god. I'm getting emotional. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, just make sure yeah. you they really, like, prioritize you. Because it's a really special night. And you don't want them. If we do your date or, like, also with friends? Both. Okay. Both. You want to make sure you, you have fun. Cause well, you know what? One of these homecomings, we can all go together. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Okay. Okay, we gotta wrap it up on a good note. It's okay, Gail, come on. I'm okay. I'm okay, I swear. Okay. I got something to say. Go ahead. I know, make sure you guys are both comfortable with each other. Because if you guys are comfortable with each other, you guys are gonna have so much fun. So much fun. That's so true. Mm -hmm. And if, and a way to get comfortable with each other, like, go on little mini dates, like, beforehand. Have fun, get to know each other, and, like, like, just have a good time. The most awkward thing... Oh, sorry. The most yeah. awkward thing is, like, you ask someone a homecoming, right? But it's also mixed in with you, like, the first time asking them out. So it's oh. like, you know how a lot of people dated someone beforehand mm-hmm. and they're asking yeah. them to homecoming? Some people aren't, aren't even dating the person, they're asking them to homecoming. So it's like, they've never really interacted before. So bold. it's just awkward when they show up. Anyways, with that in mind... Those were our tips for homecoming. And just make sure to have fun. But thank you so much for everyone that asked the question. We didn't really get through a lot this week. We only got through like three. But these are very deep questions. So we kind of want to... um, It takes us a little while to really fully answer it. Because we want to try to do our best. You know? These questions really make us think. Yeah, they're... So Some of them you. are really serious. I really like them better than the topics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should do an episode. Where, to talk like, let us know if you guys would want an episode where it's just your questions and we just do our best. Yeah. That'd be cool. So, and we also get to help you guys. Yeah. yeah. Okay. A few announcements. Um, we have the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It got approved and it's available on there for all of you that don't have Spotify or would just prefer to listen on it. Listen to it on there. So. 
if you're able to, please give us a rate on Apple Podcasts because if we get enough during the first few days that it's uploaded, we have a chance of being featured, which would be huge for us. So, mm-hmm. any like everyone listening, if you could help us out, that would mean a lot. Just like DM us if you need the link to it, because yeah. there there's two, there's the old episode and the new episode. You gotta make sure you rate the podcast with the hour long episode. Anyways, I'm rambling. Mm-hmm. Um, besides that, we really appreciate all the support you guys gave us. It's been overwhelming and insane, but it really makes our day. So thank you for that. Oh, and also, <laughs> make sure to tell us what you liked about this episode yes. more than the other oh, one. That's true. Or what you disliked more because we really tried to improve this episode. And hopefully you guys can, you know, compare them to so we can further enhance our next podcast. Episode. Yeah. yeah. This one, um, this episode, the audio still isn't fully set up, but we hope it sounds better. And also let us know something I'm really interested in is like, let us know who you relate to, um, what your favorite part of the podcast was and just anything, any thoughts you have. Let us know because that that means a lot. And it's it's really nice reading all those things. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.